Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Anime Tour Bus. It's me, your non-expert Eric. Who's that sitting next to me? Well, that's you, listener! Listener, when did you get a puppy? Listener, it's so cute! Look at its uh, white or black or gray or um, green or purple fur. Look at it! It's so cool! Me Mesker, this is an exciting day for the li listener. Oh, let me tell you. M Mesker, do you remember when you first got your puppy? The puppy I actually have, like right now? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Can you describe that, that day for me? Like that feeling? Um, I mean, I saw a Facebook ad for a puppy. And I was like, yeah, I got $300 to blow. And so we drove out to this nondescript pretty much trailer out in the country and they had a they had a what looked like a chicken coop full of puppies <laughs> and uh and they told us to stand back and they opened the door and all these puppies ran out and by all these puppies i mean five like a totally healthy number of puppies not like reasonable puppy. amount yeah, yeah i didn't go to a fucking puppy mill <laughs> I didn't realize I was just now talking about like an unhealthy amount of puppies. And I'm like, no, just, just five, just five puppies. And like, we had to really labor about boy puppy, girl puppy. And then this one puppy, every time she looked at you, she looked like she was smiling. Oh, that's pretty cute. So we picked the smiley puppy. That's pretty cute. Turns out she had a urinary tract infection. That's why she was making the face. No, she still makes that face. <laughs> yeah, um, my my dog. When he was a puppy, they were uh, somebody was driving to my mom's work um, and they saw a van in front of them throw like a puppy out of a window. And so they like pulled over, checked on the puppy. They brought it in to to her work and they work in like a very professional environment. So that was kind of fun and exciting for everybody. There's a puppy uh, on site. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, does anyone have the ability to take it home? And then my mom was like, yeah, oh, yeah we can. And then um, I had come back from like a church thing back when I was a good little church boy. And I was like 16 years old and uh, which was kind of on the end of my church time. And uh, I got home and my brother and sister uh, were there and they were they were like, oh, yeah, hey, we, we named this. And I at first was like, where did this dog came from? Can do, are we holding it for someone? What's the deal? Can you can someone describe the deal to me? And then um, they're like, yeah, we, we got this uh, got this puppy and we already named it. And uh, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And they're like, and they were like, yeah, we named it Aladdin. I was like, that's a fucking stupid name. <laughs> but it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. I couldn't like change it or nothing. So then anyways, me and that dog became best friends and. Uh, he only recently passed away. But one thing a lot of people don't know about him was that actually he had a chainsaw on his head. Um, and like it could um, his was like real powerful. I could use it for like trimming the hedges or, um, you know, we had some we had a dead branch fall down in the yard one winter and, you know, got to clean that up. We're also fighting monsters. 
Um, obviously, the last part of that was only partially true. Um, Aladdin was very good at, at tactical combat, but he was more of like a duck behind cover and like bark using a super bark kind of thing. No, uh, so we're, I'm obviously talking about Chainsaw Man, um, which is one of our new anime. Other that we're watching things this to game. talk about first. We have we have some things to pack up, put away. Listener, have you ever done your greatest work and then um, like a sandcastle on the beach, it just gets washed away? Well, that was kind of the feeling of what happened with the last two episodes. Two of our greatest works. We we were on it. We had the format down. The intro was solid. Oh, man. And now it's lost Actually, the time. We did really lose that good intro where you were asking me questions and I refused to answer them. That's nightmarish. I was so excited for that one. We might come back, circle around to that one, see if I can can find a different way to trick you with it. Um, but. Uh, so yeah, what look- happened, listener, is the files for two episodes corrupted, which is why we are struggling. And now we're going to have to catch you up to the end of Parallel World Pharmacy and the end of, um, holy shit. The other one. It was a part-timer. Yeah, why can I not? It's because this one really kind of started to suck at the end. By the time we got to the end of Devil's a Part-Timer, it's just not there. The magic of the first season that I binged in two days is gone. Would not have binged this one. I would watch The Devil is a Part-Timer again, um, or like the next season, um, just because they left enough like fun little little things dangling for me to be like, ooh, I wonder what that's all about and things like that. But yeah, things never got as big or as grand. And they even particularly say that in one piece was like, well, let's not destroy the city and have to rebuild it this time and all that. Things just didn't get as high stakes. It's kind of the exact same complaint that a lot of people have about the new Hocus Pocus movie. Like literally she's summoning all children to consume. I haven't seen it. Sorry. Um, Jesus, it's been out for like 12 days. Well, the complaint a lot of people have is that it's not as high stakes. So that's that's not spoiling anything. Um, So then, uh, yeah. And then Parallel World Pharmacy um, was a hot piece of trash that I thought might come together at the end and did not. It really did not. So to sum up Parallel World Pharmacy for you is Pharma is still super overpowered and he pretty much. He punched a demon good. Yeah, he punched a demon real good. It's almost as if he became an antibiotic himself. Like, he was the medicine we always needed. And on a similar track, uh, we went back and watched the final episode of uh, Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. Oh, yeah, that was a thing that we did, and it sucked, too. It was so bad. I actually fell asleep during it. And yeah, I had had like the the fourth booster of the COVID vaccine. And like maybe that had something to do with it. But maybe it was just like wicked dull. And they somehow made having unicorn powers boring. It's like, it's the same complaint I had with the Assassin's Creed where they did Vikings bad. Like, how do you make Vikings boring? The dude's literally unicorn kicking things and that that's somehow boring. 
is so bad and not worth it. And we're certainly glad that we traded it out for Devil's a Part-Timer. Even but though I... by the end of it, it wasn't great either. Can we just take a second to say the end of Devil's a Part-Timer so far? And definitely there looks like there's going to be more. But where it leaves us is we just had a... Not even dramatic. Like, honestly, the fight with Lucifer in the first season was way more dramatic than the fight with what was his name raquel or whatever yeah the U- disco american speaking yeah yeah the udon shop guy they have and he doesn't even fight raquel he fights gabriel and gabriel when he can break through gabriel's defenses is like well you know what i don't I don't care enough about this to maybe die, so we're just gonna fucking leave. And Nobody likes we'll, a fair fight. We'll come back to this. So, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say, like, we've had seasonal themes, some might say, um, and that was kind of our season of mediocrity, but we're coming at you hot this season, <laughs> listener, and uh, that's because uh, we're coming at you with uh, Chainsaw Man. We're bringing you the second half of Spy X Family. And then I love and continue to love. And then this season's highly acclaimed Chainsaw Man, the anime that is so big that when it came out on Crunchyroll, it crashed the site. Nice. Yeah. The hype train for Chainsaw Man has been going since last year, pretty much. They dropped the announcement. Everyone's losing their shit. The fan base started turning on each other. I love that. Yeah, it's been a wild adventure that I probably should have invited you on. I myself have not even read the manga, thought about it, but then decided not to. You typically don't like it when I read the manga. I don't. Um, I will say this one popped up like as first recommendation, high level, like on Crunchyroll. I, I put it on my TV now that I have Crunchyroll Premium um and attached it to my tv and now um it like it popped up was like you gotta watch this one it was very easy very handy um lister it was really rough to watch can we do spy x family first yeah for sure um something that's not rough to watch um is our website because it's really well developed uh, if you <laughs> go check out me and weeboo.wordpress.com, uh, you'll see that Metzger did a great job on our website. It might even Metzger. Does it have the kissy face of me yet? No, not yet. I haven't updated it in a little bit. Okay. Um, I really kind of fell behind. Look for that listener. Check out. Cause you might get to see Eric do a little, a little bit of a kissy face just for you, just for you right at your face. And if you want to kiss face back at us, well, you can do that on Twitter. You can tweet at us at anime underscore bus, or you can just leave like the little, little heart emoji or whatever at anime tour bus on Instagram. It's been a minute since we watched by X family. I mean, by a minute, I mean exactly one premium TV season slot. Well, we weeks. watched by X family. Technically 13. And uh, with that in mind, I had been away from it just long enough to have forgotten the appeal. I remember yeah. that I like it, and yep. I remember that it was good, but other than Duddy, I cannot really remember, like, why I liked it so much. And then I turned it on, and I started the 13th episode. Yep. And the first 
dumb face Anya made. I was like, oh, yes, my friend has returned. I like when she does the, like, stupid squinty eyes with the, like, wry smile. It makes me lose my goddamn shit. So, to catch you up, they let you know that uh, Light has promised her a puppy. Wait, is his name Light? Twilight. Twilight, that's it. I was like, Light is fucking Death Note. (laughs) (laughs) That drastically different theme. Twilight promised her a puppy because she did so good. Yeah, she, she got that Starlight. And, oh, go ahead. Sorry. She did so good, she got a little badge because she saved someone from drowning. So to keep her motivated, Twilight's like, hey, I'm going to get you a puppy. And then, uh, well, there's a bit of a trick to the puppy thing. He's like, I'm going to take you to a special adoption center uh, because it's run by my spy friends. And these are going to be the buffest dogs with specialty training ever. One of the dogs might as well. They might as well also be guard dogs. Yeah. Twilight really should have planned this out in advance, though, instead of just assuming that they would have something for him. Yeah. That's really Um, like, that's real bad on Chi Chi. Yeah. So uh, that didn't work out, obviously. And then they're like, do we have something? Look at those fucking chunky ass dogs. One of them had the biggest one had six pack, like big dude. Did you see when one of them was like flexing in the background? Bicep out. And I was like, Jesus. Yeah. And so they're like, we're going to go to an adoption center. And Anya loses her shit because there's some bunnies there. There's Kit Kats and they greet her as she comes up. And there's puppies and they do they do puppy things. I love how she's just standing there like fingers out going. She's just breathing heavily at all the animals. I feel that, though. I've been in, like, a cage full of baby puppies before. Yeah, don't don't let Eric near your bunnies. <laughs> George liked the bunnies. Oh, God. Uh, so, anyways, uh, all I'm saying is, like, we get a real cute episode of her eventually meeting the dog that we saw from the end of last season. Uh, the dog that we think might have some clairvoyance or at least some future sight. And, uh, yeah, she, uh, at the very end, gets gets to see this dog. And also, Mom comes in with the swirlingest round kick ever, smashes a dude in the temple. I forgot just how badass Mom is. Like, yeah, she's an assassin, but she fucking comes from the sky like Thor's hammer. Oh, my God. I love when she freaks out because she can't. She told Anya, just stay with the puppies. And then she asks a nice volunteer, like, what a good little dog would be for their family. And, you know, the lady being a really good volunteer is like, well, toy poodles don't shed and their shih tzus and all of this other stuff. Yeah. And Anya sees precog puppy and goes, well, I'll be real fast. Yep. And sneaks off. And mom and, jumps to the ceiling. Yes. That was so fun. She parkours up a fucking, like, just one hop, too. Like, can you imagine her trying to do the cha-cha slide? 
Listen, this woman would like succeed at every uh, Olympic sport ever. Can you imagine, imagine two hops this, this time? Oh, <laughs> right foot, left stomp. The floor dissipates around you. <laughs> <laughs> I, they somehow managed to like they somehow managed to stretch out pretty much nothing into a twenty-three minute episode. Because we do learn about a plot to kill a, to assassinate a, what is he, what is he visiting, like a diplomat from? Yeah, he's, he's a high level diplomat from, from the, the other. West, from yeah. the side that Twilight's on. And they learn of a, a plot to assassinate him. I love that the plot is to strap a bunch of bombs to some dogs. Well, train dogs good. Dogs equal a missile, but dogs got strategy. You can't juke a dog. No one ever thinks that dog go boom. Dog go boom. That big surprise for all. No, and Twilight's doing his work. He's kind of uh, pretending he had to go potty. Anya picked up on it. And <laughs> I just love what she said. That takes a while to shit on the shitter. He's like, stop swearing. But also, thanks for the assist. Yeah, no. Uh, and so, she, yeah, she's covering for him. He's off pretending to be the head honcho, ratting out the, the friend, being like, oh, yeah, he, he came up. He's the mastermind and all that. He's doing all this spy shit, getting the information and all that. It's a lot of, like, fun little spy shenanigans. But the real thing is that Anya accidentally uncovers the plot herself, discovers where everyone's at. And also finds their and future. Sees, but she rides like a horse. She, see, she sees all of their faces, and that's a problem. Also, her and the dog are not very good at directions because they think they're going to the police, and instead they just end up back at the place that they ran from. They do circles. <laughs> because Anya gets two in her head about star power and things like that. Um... And honestly, like when the mom catches up, she sees Anya and all and, and does her round kick. That's where the, sh the episode leaves us. Um, and and so now let's go back to talking about Chainsaw Man. Man. I, I sent you a text yesterday. Yeah. And it said. Let me let me read it for the listener. OK, OK, OK. Just just so that the listener can experience it from my side. You are not prepared for Chainsaw Man laughing face. How accurate was that text? That's your I wasn't. It was so much. First, <laughs> for, they, it took me in a lot of different directions. I was like, OK, well, he's got like a weird chainsaw dog. Does he have chainsaw powers? No, just the dog does. OK, that's weird. Why is he? So he fights monsters with the dog. The dog does the powers. Um. OK, that's different and all the. Holy shit, they chopped off his head. He's like fucking dead. And then the dog's like, I just loved hearing about your dreams. And I'm going to give you my heart. Dream with me and all that. Show me these dreams come true. And then the dog, now he's got chainsaw powers. And my boy just wants to get laid. He just wants a hug, too. He wants to hold a girl. I get it. I mean, I he doesn't, like, yeah, warm. he wants a girlfriend and he wants to get laid. But dude, also, like, his bar is so low that jam. Yeah, he just wants jam he on his bread. He just wants jam on his bread. He dreams of, like, a... And I, I actually found, like, there was a good-ass line in here that made me think. Like, 
he lives, we can agree, a pretty bad life. Like he's had to sell his testicles, sell a kidney, sell an eye. He's like paying off the debts that his father left him and things like that. He's working nonstop. He's making like, you know, he, he fights a monster that's worth like 30K, 40K. But, you know, at the end, he only gets 7K of it, like in, in American dollars. Um, he's, he's having kind of a bad time and like not doing too well. And he lives in a shack. And he dreams of just having, like, breakfast with, like, bread and jam. He looks out over the city, and he just wants a normal life. And he goes, but, you know, maybe this is my fault for dreaming too big. And, like, maybe I should have just been... You said that he got, like, 7K. Like, 7K is an obscene amount of money to live off of in a month. Yeah, but then he had like enough bills and other things that he had to pay for that he was only left with what is functionally $180 for the entire month. That's true. Um, I'm just going to like, how much water does that shack use? He said like, between my water bill and also my other things I have to pay off. You know, I was I was doing the math with him because I was like, something's awry here. Um, <laughs> so what we didn't talk about is this is our main character. His name is Denji. And Dingy is a big dumb honey bun. He's very sweet. He is uh, very earnest and he kind of like has his heart on his sleeve, so to say. Like he does honest work. He's a good, simple man, right? He is saddled with this outrageous amount of debt. From what appears to be the Yakuza from his dad who hung himself as a child. Our equivalent of $3.8 million. And Denji. After, after he's already sold his eyes, sold his nut, sold his like um, sold kidney. kidney. Yeah. And on top of that, already done a bunch of other monster hunting work and things for them. So as a child, after Denji's dad hung himself he bumps into this tiny chainsaw dog demon named Ponchi. uh pachita okay pachita and pachita is hurt and dingy wants to die so he offers himself up to pachita but then at the last second is like wait this isn't a free meal we are bonded together and Pachita is down with this. <laughs> like this little this little demon chainsaw dog is just like, yeah, use me to cut down trees, dingy. Yeah, let's let's do some logging. Yeah. He's like completely happy to just be like, I we doing maple today? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't care if we're cutting down demons or if we're cutting down cypress, just just rev me up, dingy. Pull that cord on my butt. My butt cord. <laughs> my favorite thing about Pochita, which is like the dumbest thing, is that when Dingy is holding him, his little legs just kind of like sway. <laughs> they dangle. I saw that too and I laughed. No, and so we get this whole thing of like uh, he's invited and and told the, the Yakuza people that have been like telling him to go places, what to do. He's been progressively paying them off. They like him because he uh, is like a dog. He does what he's told. 
the uh, the Yakuza essentially like tap into powers that they don't understand, get consumed by a zombie demon monster, and the zombies chase down and beat the shit out of a boy, and also stab him and the Pachita with a katana in a way that actually like legitimately hurt me emotionally, because I don't give a fuck about the. I mean, I don't know him that well yet. I mean, he seems like a good dude. But when the dog gets stabbed by the katana also and does like a little as blood comes out of his mouth, I was like, I don't like that. It's just dingy. Dingy gets awakened in the middle of the night. Poor dingy. He's such a simple man. It's kind of like. Dingy makes me think of Fiddler on the Roof. Makes me think of if I were a rich man. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Dingy's awakened in the middle of the night by the Yakuza boss. Or I mean, he's not the boss, but just kind of like the, up. the yeah. agent that he's been dealing with. The dude, my man, who's like, we got a, de- we got a devil to hi- hunt Dingy. Get up. So Dingy gets up and leads them into this warehouse. He's like, I don't. I don't sense a demon. Maybe it's already gone. And then all of a sudden, like the dude is like, you know what sucks about you, dingy? You're gonna die. And then kind and of gets stabbed by a katana wielding zombie. So yeah, there's this moment where then like this thing lifts the Yakuza dude up like a fucking puppet and is like, I am the zombie devil. And these Yakuza fuckers are so power hungry that they'll sell their souls to make packs with me, even though they know it will turn them into zombies. And I'm just like, who the fuck does that? Who the fuck sees the zombie devil and is like, yeah, I want that shit. I'm not going to lie. I would tamper with powers that I'm not supposed to as a person. I know I would too. Just not just the zombie devil. Zombie devil comes up to me and is like, I can give you power. I'm going to be like, but you're the zombie devil. Yeah. That one doesn't seem like a good choice. Maybe keep flipping through the book. So anyway, the the lich devil, like the the lich comes up to me and is like, I can give you immortality. I'm going to be like, all right, let me see them bones. Let me see. Let me read the terms and conditions. <laughs> let me it's like, oh, man, I, I maybe should have practiced. Damn it, iTunes. Let me at least scroll to the bottom so that it'll allow me to click the check mark. Um, so so with that, our boy gets attacked by a bunch of zombies and like fucking dies is ripped apart, thrown in the I, trash I, can. Yes. Yeah, so when the zombie de- devil says rip him to pieces, I I did not think that the zombies were going to do it literally. So when I, I then see him... he was going to die. Like, I didn't think he was... I thought he was going to get away somehow, or like there was going to be... So then we see him in the trash can, his head's literally ripped apart he from his body. been absolutely fucking chopped up into bits. Again, I thought this seemed like the kind of anime where the main character dies in the first episode, and I was like, I'm cool with that. I'm used to that. I'm a Yu Yu Hakusho fucking regular. Uh, I was, I'm like, I don't think our boy Dingy's gonna be able to come back from, you know, becoming confetti. Like, human confetti. Yeah. But then, we get a flashback. We get this piece where he's talking about like his dreams of a good life and all that. And and little Pachita is like, 
you know, just like there with him. And like he's looking over the city. And the piece that really gets me is that like he says a line. Maybe it's my fault because I wasn't happy enough just living in my shack with Pachita. And that I, you know, kept trying to reach for more. And wait, and all that's that. after Dreamed he bigger. comes back, right? No. Yeah, no, yeah, you're talking about like after he comes back. Because like when he's talking to Pachita, like in the flashback, he's just like, Pachita, there's a pretty good chance that I'm going to die before you. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Yeah, he, I'm going to die before you. And that scares me because if we're not together, then another, like, a devil hunter could come after you or another devil could take you down. So, Pachita, when that day comes, when I die before you do, you can have my body. And when and, I think of donating my body to science, I hope that a weird chainsaw dog gets it, honestly. Oh, yeah. So that's when Pachita gets like a little drop of Dingy's blood and gets enough power to be like, I'm gonna crawl into your chest and sew you back together Frankenstein style. And so, uh, long story short, Pachita speaks Japanese fluently. I think it's only because they're bonded now. Like, they yes. share... They share a sentience because Pachita is literally inside of Dingy. And there's Pachita's like, I enjoyed uh, like hearing about your dreams and I'm going to give you my heart with the the hope and the request that you are going to live those dreams using it. And so, this really weird moment for me to where like when you think about Pochita. You think about this little chainsaw demon dog devil thing. Yep. Do you think he's a super badass, like probably one of the toughest, like little devils on the face of the planet? Or do you think he's just a little guy? He's a little guy. He's like a, he's... a level one or level two Pokemon that you catch in the tall grass just outside Lavender Town. Well, when, so so usually when you think about low level things, like especially demons, they don't have like a whole lot of con like consciousness they don't have a lot of motivation i'm thinking amps they're just kind of like driven by desires right crazy laughters so now when we're talking about pochita and pochita is like you know i had a really good time listening to you dream about jam (laughs) i'm I'm over here being like did it uh, did i read this wrong is pochita like a fucking god watch pochita end up being a god I mean that, and that seems kind of like not necessarily not not like like an actual like kami god, like an actual like you know like not Buddha, but you no, know this yeah. kind of like demon. Like yeah, actually, turns out that this little fucker is one of the most powerful devils in the entire world, and he's just kind of unassuming because he's small. Because he can be, whereas all the other devils, they try to take on big giant zombie personas or whatever. He's just like, look at me, I'm small. And also, I have the power to destroy the universe. I have been informed that pretty much all of the devils are fucked. Because also, zombie devil, that threw me for a loop. Like, something I never... Something I never would have thought about was taking a devil and mushing it together with a zombie. Yeah, where else are the zombies going to come from? You think terrorists are working on it? No, it's it's the demons. Um, Mesker, he pops out. He's got uh, 
a weird thing coming out of his solar plexus, right, right that spot right below the chest, and he pulls on it. What happens to his face and hands? They turn into fucking chainsaws. <laughs> he's got weird mech eyes that pop on with light uh, LED lights. Right. They, yeah, they come out of the. Uh, this is they, this is not what Skrillex prepared me for. <laughs> they come out of the fucking uh, like where the vents to keep a chainsaw from overheating. And, I mean, long story short, big fight, and he uh, he kills all the zombies and stuff like that. Discovers they're all demons. There's there's back and forth. Yay, wonderful. He's standing, the only one remaining there. Uh, once some people show up, Metzger, and who are these people? Uh, they are public safety workers, technically. And apparently they kill demons and stuff, too. And they're like, hey, this room's full of dead demons. Oh, look, there's one left. And then yeah, and they're trying to be like, is he possessed? Is he a demon? Is he human? And she's like, he smells weird. And he's like, oh, look at me. And then his face melts off. The the chainsaw face and hands melt off, and he gets hugged by a girl for the first time. Mesker, I wasn't hugged by a girl that wasn't directly, like, closely related to me until I was in high school, and I remember it. Mesker, I remember that this girl hugged me in the hallway, and I remember how nice it felt, and I, I've honestly been riding that high ever since. Ninth grade! I peaked! <laughs> <laughs> and uh so what i get take it. away what i take away from this anime is it feels like a more adult jujitsu kaisen absolutely i'm really i did some soul searching yesterday and i think i've come to the conclusion that i only like a shonen-esque anime when the stakes feel real like if i know that someone can die and be permadead in this anime then I'm finally gonna like it. Because otherwise, it's just like the bullshit kid stuff where it's like, oh, my friend died, and now I have the strength to move on, and I'm gonna beat the bad guy, and oh, it turns out my friend didn't die. They were just laying there unconscious. I'll agree with that, because it seems to me my frustration, the piece where, like, I kind of get a little cringy at shonen animes is where they become a little bit too much power fantasy without good story. And like, no doubt, like during the fight scene and stuff like that, you see him move in a way that is like straight up teenage boy power fantasy. Like it is 100 percent like there was a great moment in the fight where um, also just listening to, <laughs> to a fucking anime. Where the fight scenes, instead of hearing, like, katanas slashing and, like, <laughs> big energy bursts, you're just listening to a fucking chainsaw rev. It was nuts. <laughs> but there was that moment where the chainsaw wasn't strong enough to get through the zombie demon, so you hear him kick it into high gear. Yeah, and it was, like, clearly him kind of th flopping his body around, but also, like, uncovering, like, newfound shit. All this other, like, teenage boy, like, high emotion, like, fighting energy, whatever. Um, but if there's no genuine story behind it, because that's, I guess, my 
thinking that's a good comparison with Jujutsu Kaisen is like I know that our main boy um Itadori is always gonna have like he's always gonna be fine and like most of the characters are gonna be fine and like it's just like oh Oh, wait what are they doing wait wait you think most of the characters in Juju are gonna be fine Nothing better happen to my blue-eyed baby. Well, I can't speak for that, but I can tell you something definitely doesn't go well for some of them. Well, hold up. No, we'll get there when we get there. But, like... Episode- oh, I'm devastated. I'm episode devastated. Episode, it's... Wait, is is second season Jujutsu... Oh, sorry. Is, is the newest season of Jujutsu Kaisen out? No, but someone spoiled what happens in the manga... And I still haven't, I haven't made it. I haven't lived it down. Okay, so, we're, we're not going to talk about that. We'll we'll get there. But I, I um, am just saying the stakes in Juju are real. People do die. I mean, episode by episode, or even intra season, not not like inter season, intra season. Um, and I feel like this one has the potential to give me real stakes. Yeah. Some of the other anime that Metzger's watching. This is. I have to quit my job. I have to quit my job to watch anime professionally at this point. I'll I'll call your boss for you. Hey, this is uh, Metzger's secretary. Um, yes, that's me, a secretary. That's a man. <laughs> um, yeah, that's don't be right. gross. Yeah, don't be weird about it. God. Metzger, Metzger lives in an area where they would be weird about a secretary that's a man. And that's why I make that joke. Okay, that's all that I have for you. And that's all that we have for you this week, listener. Hey, uh, we hope that you're having fun with us. We hope that uh, you take care of your dog. Be sure potty train it appropriately. Um, there's the mean positive reinforcement works better than negative reinforcement. Don't, don't punish a dog. Like they don't understand that. You just have to, uh, the desired behavior, you have to, you know, replace the problematic behavior with a new, uh, desired behavior and make it uh, fun and engaging for it. And also if you can, um, train him to poop in Bernie's yard, because I fucking hate that old man. Uh, and Hey, as we pull up here, maybe check out Science Snacks. We got a new episode coming up, which is uh, uh, Stage Fright Drugs for Autism. That's a pretty interesting one. Uh, Hey, thanks for checking us out. And uh, thanks for hanging out on the bus with us. And bring your your dogs again. This was a pretty fun kind of dog. We can do like a dog work environment, Metzger. We'll talk about it. But until then...
think of all the butt where 